Okay, now we get started. Anyway, I want to I want us to start here in Luke chapter three and uh, Luke chapter three. Oh, let's see. Oh, let me get down here a little piece down here. Oh, get caught up with my. Here we go. Oh, in Luke chapter 3, starting verse 23, Jesus was about 30 years old when he began his public ministry. Now, remember, if you'll treat your Bible like it's history instead of thinking, well, it's just some sort of spiritual book, whatever. Basics, it's history. And you get all the spiritual stuff in it. But if you try to read your Bible, slicing it up, and doing it, you're going you're, you're gonna to have to have constantly asking somebody, take it history, beginning to end, Alpha and Omega, Genesis, Revelation, it's all a timeline. Okay. But anyway. Jesus was about 30 years old when he started his public ministry. Now, what are we going to do? Say that's a myth? No, we're not going to do that. But anyway, this is where he cites his genealogy here. Uh, Luke was doing it for him. Jesus, known as the son of Joseph. The fa- uh, Joseph's father was Heli. Okay, we're going to back on up. Back, 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 back. Keeping going, keeping going. You'll find David in here, you know, because he was a son of David. Remember that? There he is. There he is. Nathan's father was David. David's father was Jesse. Wow, it's tracking, isn't it? You know, people knew these things, and today it's only because we're, we're like I say, we've migrated. Some we always say, "I'm Irish. I'm from the. I'm from Germany." What? Because we're in a different land. This is not where our heritage land has been. You know, I can say mine is. I just started, but my genealogy is pretty easy. My parents were Memphis. I know where my granddaddy was from. He was in uh, Fayette, Alabama. Beyond that, maybe a couple more in Fayette, and then all of a sudden, whoa, they were on a boat, and then I lose it from there. These guys didn't lose it. They knew where they were, where they were coming from. Uh, okay, so keep backing up, backing up. Wow, and here you go all the way back to Judah. Judah was father, verse 35, was Jacob. Jacob's father was Isaac. And can you guess, Isaac's father was who? Abraham. Oh, still going back. And it was really only 10 more got them to what we're going to look at this morning. And that is, there it goes. Shelah's father was Canaan. Canaan's father was Arphaxad. Arphaxad's father was Shem. Shem's father was a myth. Yep, because that's the way they kind of play the cards today. It's a myth. <laughs> there was no flood. It's a myth. It was a local flood. Well, if it was local, why didn't it just run and get over the hill then? I mean, that's really silly. It's no way. Mm-mm. Okay, but anyway, uh, so there we've got uh, the history of Jesus right there, speaking of that. But let's go over to, uh, uh, let's see. I want to go to Luke 17. Here we go, 17. Okay, let's go down here to... Look at that. This is Jesus talking, obviously. We're going to get right in the middle of what he was saying. When I return, the world will be uh, as indifferent to the things of God as the people were in... (laughs) Jesus, you lost me on that one. Jesus, haven't you heard? No such person as Noah. First off, he's in his great-great-great-great-great-great-granddaddy stuff. And guess what? We're all in that great-great-great-great-great-great-granddaddy stuff. Over 300 civilizations all have stories of a flood. Look outside, you can see evidence of a flood. Go up on top of Green Mountain right here behind us, Montesano Mountain. Kick over a few little loose gravels and stuff, and you'll see, what, seashells. You're not at Gulf Shores. So where did that come from, you know? Anyway, but now we have this story. Jesus just act like, hey, they ate and drank, married, everything, just as usual until the day Noah went up into the ark. Uh, and the flood came and destroyed them all. Wow. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Uh, I think there's another one here in the 20th chapter. Let's see in 20. Uh, let me look here just a second. Ooh, should we find Noah? Noah, 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 Noah. It was, oh, 17. Let's see. <coughs> oh, 
Let me pass it, did I? Anyway, we'll skip to another. Let's see. I want to go to, um, let's go to the book of uh, Hebrews just a moment. In the book of Hebrews, where did it go? I dropped it. There we go. Let's go to Hebrews chapter, uh, actually chapter 11 here. Whoops, let's do it this way. Bing, 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 bing. So I guess to catch up, let me fix this. All right, here we go. Hebrews chapter 11, here we go. Um, oh, let's see. There's verse 5 is Enoch. Wow, cool. And what else? What do you see right here? Enoch trusted God too. That's why God took him away to heaven without dying. Okay, wow. Look at verse 7. Noah, the myth. Another who, he trusted God? Yeah. Mm-hmm. When he heard God's warning about the future, Noah believed him even though there was no sign of a flood. And wasting no time, he built the ark and saved his family. Wow. He never existed. Oh, yes, he did. Yes, he did. I'll show one more here. Um, Second Peter. Peter obviously uh, thought this stuff happened. Look what he says. A little note here he wrote. Uh, oh, let's see. Yeah. Uh, anyway, let's start here. Verse 4. God didn't spare even the angels who sinned, but threw them into hell, chained in gloomy caves, darkness until the judgment day. He did not spare any of the people who lived in the ancient times before the flood, except Noah, the only man who spoke up for God and his family. Wow. Richard, I mean, don't, don't scare me now. This is not scaring anybody. The, the flood happened. This is part of our history. It's part of Jesus uh, 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 t- telling us what took place. Uh, let's go back to uh, something else that's interesting. Let's go Ezekiel. Mr. Ezekiel. What about Ezekiel here? Ezekiel was just a, shall we see here, notice this. He was just a priest, and it was right after Nebuchadnezzar wiped everything out. They're already in exile. Where? In Babylon. Okay. Go to the 14th chapter. Easy to see these things. Just read Ezekiel sometime yourself and realize that they were in captivity. They lost everything. They were, and they know why, because they were worshiping idols, didn't even care about the Lord. But anyway, uh, Ezekiel gets some information from the Lord. He had a visit from the Lord. In other words, he had a message from the Lord. But anyway, I want you to see a couple things that get mentioned here. Because I mean, the Lord says, look, Israel's had it. They've had it. They've had it. They've had it. They throw their kids to the fire. They do not worship me. They worship this sun. They worship the moon. They call it the, the sun woman goddess, whatever. Boy, the Lord told them, you're going to get thrown out of the land if you do this. And they, they got thrown out. Look at this statement. Even, this is God talking, even if Noah, hold it, there's no Noah. <laughs> Man, it's, it's, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's evolution. First off, evolution doesn't work if you do the math. You do the math, starting with two people, go 200,000 years back, there's not enough land for people to exist on down here. However, you go back to Adam and consider there's a flood. Let's just take Noah, take it from the flood with eight people, do the math with a population growth of one and a half, something, whatever it is, and you wind up with seven billion. It works. All these things, you just open your eyes, you can see these things are so. Okay, but anyway, even if Noah, Daniel, and Job were in it, look what he says, they alone would be saved, but I would destroy the remainder of Israel. Then he comes down and he says the same thing again. But Er, what was that? He just confirmed there was existence of Noah, existence of Daniel, and existence of Job. Richard, are you saying the Bible? Yep, we've already, we already know the Bible's true. So let's go see what happened back here. We'll straighten out some things that uh, we probably let slip. Genesis. We know chapter 1, God created. 
Genesis chapter 2, a little recap about it, details about Adam and Eve. Chapter 3, the fall. Chapter 4, okay, you can see there, Adam and Eve, they have his first kids, and the first kids, what? One of them kills each other. Cain kills Abel. Wow. The fifth chapter, a genealogy of where we were. Years have already passed. Adam, there you got Seth. You've got uh, Enish. You've got Enish, 150 years. Canon, all the way down to the list, and then, oh, you come, come down here. Afterward, Lamech lived 595 years, producing sons and daughters. Where'd Cain get his wife from? Hello. Up in the previous verse, Adam had many sons and daughters. I mean, gee, raise rabbits, you can figure out how to start your own little herd, you know, okay? This was easy. Anyway, notice the last verse in Genesis chapter 5. Noah, <laughs> he didn't exist. Hold on a minute. Boy, he did too. Wow. Noah was 500 years old, had three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Now remember, this is just a marker for us to study by, so it keeps on clicking. Here we go. Here's where we're going to start. Now, a population explosion took place upon the earth. Oh, now before I get any further here, oh, everybody thinks everybody was in church. Oh, my goodness, no. Cain just killed Abel, okay? Down here at the end of this, here's some genealogy from Cain's side, Cain's side of the family. His son was Enoch. He founded a city. This is in Genesis 4, verse 18. Uh, Ired was the father of this guy. This guy was the father of this guy, and keeps on going down here. Lamech married two wives, Ada and Zillah. Adah was born a baby named Jabal. He was the first of the cattlemen using those living in tents. His brother was Jubal, the first musician and the inventor of the harp and flute. No, no, the cavemen did. There were no cavemen. Prehistoric is not even a... Your English teacher should nail you for prehistoric. How, could, how can you have pre-anything history? History's history. But see, we're in this make-believe land where there was time prior to the Bible. And that's what they're after. Destroy Genesis and you got it. Destroy what Jesus says and you got it. But we, we've learned we don't do that. <clears throat> Jesus actually is here. Egypt was actually, Egypt's actually here. Israel's actually here. We've got to have some answers to this. Well, here they are. So here's the history. Uh, later on, after these kids have other kids and whatever. Okay. Anyway, verse 25. Later on, Eve, who's Eve? Adam and Eve. Okay. Gave birth to another son named Seth, meaning granted. For as Eve put it, God granted me another son for the one Cain killed. When Seth grew up, he had a son named Enosh. It was during his lifetime. Look at this phrase. During his lifetime that men first began to call themselves the Lord's people. Well, no, no, no. They're all in Sunday school. No, 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 no. They weren't. It got horrible. So here we go in the fifth chapter. That was your genealogy. And right at the end was Noah. And so here we go. He just said Noah had three sons. Now, a population explosion, Genesis 6, took place upon the earth. It was at this time that the, uh, the beings from the spirit world... Uh, the Bible says we know these things are true. They're angels is what they are. Just hadn't be bad ones. Looked upon the beautiful earth women and took any they desired to be their wives. Well, I didn't know to it. When Moses and the people of Israel got into the land of Moab, they were almost to the promised land. They wiped out this one king and his bed was 12 foot long. Sometimes we just slice and dice and don't read our Bibles enough and we think that David and Goliath was the only... No, it's probably fake. He was probably just basketball size. No, he wasn't either, buddy. Mm -mm. Saul was already basketball size and he wouldn't go face Goliath. David had a cousin who got Goliath's brother later. I mean, man, they're called the... the in the book of Genesis, the, the, the Enum or oh, there's other names for giants. Anyway, but anyway, wow. I mean, we have a problem believing that Jesus rose from the dead and we won't believe this. See, see, you just have to deal with unbelief and go, ah, okay, just so follow what happened. 
population explosion. Okay, so now this place is, you can actually do the math. If you do the math with Adam and Eve and do the math, you'll have a thousand grandkids real quick. Grandkids, you know. You know, if you have 10 kids, those, kin, those 10 have kids, well, there you go. There's your thousand. It just goes pretty quick. Anyway, easy to do the math on this stuff. Great, great grandkids, whatever. But anyway. He said, Jehovah said, my spirit must not all be forever disgraced in man. Now, what's he mean by that? <clears throat> he made man. Man was made in his image. And now, boy, it's going to pop. He, notice he says, uh, he's wholly evil. I'll give him 120 years to mend his ways. In those days, and even after, the evil beings from the spirit world were sexually involved with human women. Okay? And their children became giants of whom many legends are told. Well, you ever heard of the virgin birth? How the heck do you think that happened? Mary didn't know no man. Somebody got a hold of Mary somehow. That's, thank God, that was on the Lord's side of the house. But anyway, just, just you got to treat your, what is this? Okay, so these actual spirit beings were real. I mean, you could, remember the Bible says you entertain angels unaware. So if we could entertain them and touch them and whatever, then my goodness, this is not far-fetched. Okay, so anyway, they became giants of whom many legends are told. When the Lord saw the extent of human wickedness and the trend and direction of men's lives was toward evil, he was sorry. Look at that. He was sorry he made them. I guess so. It broke it. Ooh, broke its heart. He said, I blot out from the face of the earth all mankind I created. Yes, the animals too, reptiles, birds, for I'm sorry I made them. And I remember it wasn't like, well, gee, God, you're just, you're just, what's the matter with you? No. We're going to keep getting further here. It was just rapid well, let's keep reading. Noah was a pleasure to the Lord. Here's the story of Noah, the myth, you know, the type and shadow. No, the, this is it. And throw away that picture of the stupid little stuffed thing. It's got the animals. In it. You, there ain't no way they would fit in that thing. But a ship, 450, a barge really, it ain't going nowhere. It's just just a float. 450 feet long, you know, that's a football field and a half, right? Okay. 45 foot high. 75 foot wide, and there's a reenactment, whatever, there's a, there's a model of the thing in Kentucky. That's big enough to handle it. Okay, more than enough. Anyway, Noah was a pledge to the Lord. Here's the story. He was the only truly righteous man living on the earth at that time. Well, what happened to Sunday school? Well, <laughs> it got pretty bad, wasn't it? The only one. He always tried to conduct his affairs according to the will of God. So guess what that meant? Everybody else was not trying to conduct their affairs. Okay. And he had three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Meanwhile, oh my goodness, the crime, rate was, the crime rate was rising rapidly upon the earth as seen by God. The world was rotten to the core. Wow. <clears throat> Anyways, uh, God observed how bad it was and saw that all mankind was vicious and depraved. He said to Noah, I've decided to destroy mankind, for the earth is filled with crime because of man. Yes, I'll destroy mankind from the earth, make a boat from resinous wood, sealing it with tar, construct decks, stalls throughout the ship, make it, look at that, well, they didn't tell me that. Well, that's the reason we're reading it this morning. This is so logical. So, I mean, it's history. This, is, this would do the job. 450 feet long, 75 foot wide. Wow. 45 foot high. Construct a skylight all the way around the ship, 18 inches below the roof. Make three decks inside the boat, bottom, middle, upper, and put a door in the side. Okay. Look, I'm going to cover the earth with a flood and destroy every living being, everything in which there's the breath of life. All will die. But I, look at that. I promise. Now think of yourself as Noah, okay? But I promise to keep you safe in the ship with your wife and your sons and wives. Bring a pair of every animal, male and female, into the boat. Keep them alive through the flood. Bring a pair of every bird, animal, reptile. Store away all the food you're going to need. 
uh, Noah did everything as God commanded him. Click. Don't read this next year. We read it this morning. Finally, the day came when the Lord said to Noah, go into the boat with all your family. Now, he was 500. You get the math. We just read in the last part of the fourth chapter, he was 500 years old. He had Shem, Ham, and Japheth. In a minute here, he's fixing to say he was 600 years old. So it wasn't like, well, he built, <laughs> he built that boat in a week. No, you're getting it confused, you know, these liberals. The Lord created the heavens and the earth in six days, and he did it in six days, real six days. Noah took a little longer to build his ark. <clears throat> Heard a guy mention that the other day, and I thought, uh, is he, he, he just wants to just bark. It, it didn't say that. 500 to 600, you can tell how long he's been working on this thing. Okay, bring in the animals, a pair of each, uh, except those I've chosen for eating and for sacrifice. Take pairs of each of them and seven pairs of every kind of bird. Notice, for eating, for eating. Sometimes we think you know, everybody's just grazing on grass all this time. No, they weren't. They weren't. Mm-mm. Okay. Thus they will be every kind of life producing again after the flood's <coughs> ended. A week from today, I will begin 40 days and nights of rain, and all the animals and birds and reptiles I made will die. Noah did everything he commanded. Here you go. He was 600 years old. Well, he was just 100. Previous chapter. Actually, the end of the fourth. He boarded the boat with his wife, sons, and wives to escape the flood. Now remember, Jesus identified this. He mentioned this twice, uh, two times in Luke himself, referring to the story. With all him were the various kinds of animals, those for eating and sacrifice and those that were not, the birds and the reptiles. They came into the boat in pairs, male and female, just as Noah commanded. Well, what about the brontosaurus? Those things are 60-something feet. Well, if you think about it, at one point, the smallest, I mean, not the smallest, but the, the, the largest of the dinosaur eggs was probably only basketball size. And then, like you say, you just need a blue one and a pink one when they're born. So you, it, why would we? The younger ones be, would be more fertile. It's so easy to figure out that there's room for all this stuff. Anyway, it's neat. If you'll Google some of these things and uh, evidence for creation and evidence for the ark and stuff like that, you'll see the math. And, man, this boat was half full. I mean, they, they had plenty of room, plenty of room. One week later, when Noah was 600 years, two months, and 17 days old, now come on, please, we don't need all these details. It's a myth. Well, why do we have these details? Boy, we have them down to how many kids he has. We got down to the date. We also said, God said it's going to rain 40 days. 40 days. Yeah, for those statisticians that are thinking about how all this water could have done it, you could figure that out all across the earth and stuff, plus the fountains of the deep breaking up in 40 days coming down this way. Woo, it's some gusher. Here we go. Uh, mighty torrents from the sky, and the subterraneous waters burst forth upon the earth for 40 days. Wow, underneath. Noah had gone in the boat that very day with his sons, Shem, Ham, Japheth, and their wives. With him in the boat were pairs of every kind. Oh, okay, same little story here. Two by two, they came. Wow, no, he didn't have to round them up, you know. They're never going to be a unicorn. That's a cute little song, but you know, <laughs> these animals came. Then the Lord closed the door and shut them in. Now remember, you got to remember, this is you. This is you and Jesus, praise the Lord, and your salvation. God shut you up inside this ark. You're protected. Hallelujah. For 40 days, the roaring floods prevailed, covering the ground and lifting the boat higher and higher from the earth. Some, uh, some sign, I mean, we got, if, if you just look up a little bit of creation evidence stuff, th- this was such a devastating flood. Waters were being, underneath the ground, were broken up and shooting straight up in the sky. <clears throat> Some guys said that's where we're getting these ice particles and stuff that have damaged the, damaged the moon and other places. Ooh, it's pretty fascinating stuff. Okay, anyway, this was not a local flood. Okay, here we go. So as the water rose higher and higher above the ground, the, blo- the, blo- the boat floated safely upon it. Until, it fi- until finally the water covered all the high mountains under the whole earth. Standing, look at this. 
all the high mountains under the whole heavens and standing 22 feet uh, more above the highest peak. I just was listening yesterday, and again, I mean, it's amazing. On top of Mount Everest, top of Mount Everest, top of Mount Everest, oyster shells up there, fossilized. How'd they get there? Well, the Aztecs came over there, and they made slaves of the so-and-sos, and they hauled them all up there. Ah, please. Yeah, you're not going to be able to get away from this. Sea cells are up there for some reason. What happened? Wow. Anyway, uh, and also the, the flood's the only story that, that, that can validate an ice age in the first place. How the heck are you going to get an ice age? Anyway, of course, they'll say the ice age was way back in whatever. No, it wasn't. It was a newer ice age. <clears throat> there never was an old. Remember, prehistoric's not prehistoric. <clears throat> okay. Anyway, and, all, and you know, dinosaurs, they're just listed in the scriptures. They're called dragons, you know. And it's crazy how all civilizations have got stories of dragons, you know. And then you start looking at what they look like and stuff like that, and you can draw the parallel pretty easy. Okay, anyway, everything that breathed and lived upon the land, uh, you know, it, it all died out. Okay. Uh, all existence from the earth was blotted out, man and animals alike, reptiles, God destroyed them all, leaving only Noah alive and those in the boat. And the boat, excuse me, and the water covered the earth. Now you got 150 days. Wow. Chapter 8. Now we were in 6, we're already in 7, we're still a flood. This is so serious. You know, they call it fossil fuels, you know, Sinclair gas. Those older in the room, we used to see Sinclair gas. It was a dinosaur, brontosaurus, whatever. Anyway, if we hear it today, a lot of fossil fuels. And we always go, oh, yeah, Daddy, that's from, you're filling up your car with a T-Rex or whatever. Anyway, if these things were 70 million years old, it's just a lot of why. How's this so? That, that oil under there should have, because of pressure and whatever, it should have already started. The pressure wouldn't be so great. But now you hit one, where you can watch the three studios. Once they strike all, that pressure's way up there. It's, it's high. Anyway, a lot of things verify all this stuff. Anyway, God didn't forget about Noah and the animals in the boat. He sent a wind to blow across the waters. The floods began to disappear. The subterranean waters sources ceased their gushing, and the torrential rain subsided. So the flood gradually receded until 150 days after it began. So, the, uh, let's see, the boat came to rest on the mountains of, well, we don't even know if that exists. Yes, we do. It's in Turkey. Wouldn't be far from where the promised land is, would it? Mountains of Ararat. Three months later, as the water continued to go down, other mountain peaks appeared. Another 40 days, Noah opened a porthole, released a raven that flew back and forth until the earth was dry. Meanwhile, he sent out a dove to see if there was any dry ground, but the dove found no place to light. Returned to Noah. The water was still too high. So Noah drew out his hand, drew the dove back into the boat. Seven days later, so you can follow your time frame here. Seven days later, Noah released the dove again, this time toward the evening. The dove returned with an olive leaf in her beak. Woo! So Noah knew that the water was almost gone. A week later, he released the dove again. This time she didn't come back. 29 more days, Noah opened the door to look. The water was gone. Eight more weeks went by. Then at last, the earth was dry, and God told Noah, you may all go out. Do you know in Turkey, you know, you can look these things up. There's not, I mean, <laughs> the Turkish nation, back in certain areas of where Ararat is, actually, Ararat Mountains is a range, okay. They've got a road called Noah's Ark. What's all that about? You can actually Google and listen to some guys that said, I went with my daddy and saw it years ago. You can't go up there and see it now because of the snow and whatever. But other people have said they've seen it. But I don't need to see it to know where it's at. I mean, I know. I mean, because I'm hinging. <laughs> I need to find a new savior if this is not true. Because Jesus said, you know, in the last days, it's going to be like Noah. Well, it's fairy tale, Lord. That never happened. Oh, it did happen. Okay. Release all the animals, birds, reptiles. And you'll, they'll breed abundantly and produce in great numbers. 
Yeah, but what if some of them come down with the... See, we are so, we are so backwards. We're, we're talking God here. God just saved you from a disaster. He'll keep your body well. He'll keep everybody well. Dog, gone it. Noah, you know, he slipped and fell and broke his neck as soon as he got out of the ark. <laughs> he did not. How come elephant didn't step on him? Or actually, we got bigger stuff in there than that. I want him dinosaurs didn't try to mess him up, you know. Well, it wasn't going to happen. Okay. All right, so they all left the ark in pairs and groups. Then Noah built an altar. Watch what happened here. Sacrificed on it some of the animals and birds God had designated for that purpose. And Jehovah was pleased with the sacrifice. Look what he said. This helps us. This helps us. I'll never do it again. I'll never curse the earth again, destroying every living thing. Even though man's, look at that. Even though man's bent, this is you and I. Even though man's bent, what? Is always toward evil from his earliest use. Sometimes we think we're the only one. Well, I, I, God must hate me. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to live right, but you know, I mean, I mean, I mean, I just, you know, everybody goes to church, and I just, I go to church too, and I just don't think I'm, I just don't think. Listen, God loves you. He loved everybody in the flood that got, that perished too. And even though He does such wicked things, wicked person, you. I've heard people tell me that you wicked person, wicked. Well, good. I'm just like you. We're all lost, you know. Without Jesus, we're all wicked. God justifies, Romans chapter 5, the unrighteous. Man, justifies. He stamps on it and says, you're righteous now. Come on, you're going to meet heaven. Praise the Lord. As long as the earth remains, there will be springtime, harvest, cold, and heat. Oh, except for global warming. Please, please. There's always going to be springtime, harvest, cold, heat, winter, day, and summer. Don't slice it up. He wasn't through. God blessed Noah. Now, that's where you and I are touched today. We, are in the, you, we all came from Noah. But he blessed Noah and his sons and told them to have many children and repopulate the earth. Oh, but daddy, daddy, my wife can't have kids. Wait a minute. That's daddy, daddy. We're not talking about reasons why we can't have kids and stuff. Wouldn't that be a bummer? God saved Noah and found out, well, gee, we're, we have a little trouble here. <laughs> it's going to be a short earth. No, they all had kids. If you read the Bible, quit reading medical books and stuff like that, and which treat the Bible as though it's fairy tales and whatever, and start using your faith and believe in God for all aspects of your life, you'll see these things happen. All wild animals, birds, and fish will be afraid of you. Now, that's good to know. You going fishing this afternoon? Go walk through the woods? Copperheads, rattlesnakes, whatever? Praise God, I've been blessed. These things are afraid of me. Okay. God told him, I've placed them in your power. They're, used to, they're yours to use for food in addition to grain and vegetables. But never eat an animal mm, unless his life's blood been drained off. Murder is forbidden. Look at this. Man killing animals must die. He didn't mean man killing an animal. He says, the man, if, they, if they kill you, <laughs> we got to put them out. And, uh, and, uh, and if any man who murders, excuse me, and any man who murders shall be killed. For to kill a man, look at this phrase, please look at this phrase. For to kill a man is to kill one made like God. What chapter went? Nine. We'd have figured that out because we just read, unless we took ten years to read from Genesis 1 to 9. Don't do that because the flood starts at chapter 5 and you should get past the flood before you go to bed at least. Okay. Yes, have many children. Repopulate the earth and subdue it. Then God told Noah and his sons, I solemnly, whoo, I solemnly what? I promise you and your children and to the animals you brought, all these birds, cattle, wild animals, that I will never again send another flood to destroy the earth. I can show you pictures of devastating floods right now. Devastating floods. But guess what? Those are local floods. And that's what some people are trying to say. This was a local flood. Well, then that's the reason behind that was to show that God lied. Because we still have floods and stuff like that. Even today, oh, the most 
horrible thing about thunderstorms and, and tornadoes and all that kind of stuff going on. It's not just the path of the tornado. It's what? It's, it's floods. Watch out for floods. Okay? Well, God said he's not going to do it again. Well, that's because there never has been a total flood like this. God didn't lie. I never again will flood will floods come and destroy destroy all life. For I will see the rainbow in the clouds while in eight. You know, you can tell the Lord about a rainbow too. You can remind him of his promises. He wants you to. Lord, you promised you'd make me well. You promised you'd answer my prayers. You promised this. He said, I'm going to see the rainbow. I'm going to remember my eternal promise to every living being. Boy, that means you. The names of Noah's sons were Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Ham is the ancestor of the Canaanites. From these three sons, Noah. Uh, uh, from these three sons, Noah came. From these three sons of Noah came all the nations of the earth. Noah became a farmer. Watch this. Planted a vineyard. We're about done. We'll stop here. He made wine. One day when he was drunk, he lay naked in his tent. <laughs> God saved the wrong guy. This guy's a pervert. Running around, no clothes on, drinking. <laughs> now, first off, who said there was something wrong with that? I mean, gee. Ham, the father, this is where you get it backwards. We go, ah, oh, that guy's doing that, that guy's doing that, that guy. And we never look at us. See, if you hate your brother, the Bible says you're a murderer. The, all the laws fulfilled in loving your neighbor as yourself. Anyway, Ham, the father of, the, of Canaan, saw his father's nakedness and went out inside and told his two brothers, hey, you want to see a good joke? Come here and look at daddy. Well, the other two brothers didn't think of such a joke. Shem and Japheth took the robe and took a robe and they held it over their shoulders walking in backwards and they let it fall across their dad so that he didn't look naked anymore. Okay. When Noah awoke from his drunken stupor, yeah, it's stupid to get drunk. No, no, wait a minute. Didn't mention any of that. None of that's mentioned. I mean, he, we think he made that, that the vineyards for. Anyway, keep going. A curse upon the Canaanites, he swore. May they be the lowest of slaves. Yee. I think I ticked off dad, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Uh, to the descendants of Shem and Japheth, he said, God bless them and may Canaan be his slave. Okay? Uh, let him share the prosperity of Shem and let Canaan be his slave. Noah lived another good grief. Yeah. 350 years was 950 at his, at his death. Well, you can't believe those dates. Well, yeah, you can too. Those dates are real. Let me close with one final thing in the book of Genesis here. Just to, just to see this. Let's go to, um, oh, uh, right to tail end. 50, 49, called the other. Jake's father failing rapidly, two sons. All right, here we go. This would be Jacob. He gets before Pharaoh. Now, Pharaoh loves this guy. He thinks he's great. He thinks Joseph's great too. Verse 7. Joseph brought his father Jacob to Pharaoh. Jacob blessed Pharaoh. How old are you? Pharaoh asked him. Obviously, he looked like he was an old guy. What did he say? Well, I'm 130, but I'm not nearly as old as many of my ancestors. Now, why didn't they tell us that in Sunday school? Because they, you know, they don't have time most of the time. Everybody's got to run. We got to go. We got to get out of here, you know. You never get the details, and we're taught to think, well, it's just mythological. This is just a ton of, that's not the way Jesus taught it. Mm-mm. He mentioned Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and all these guys. Wow. And Jacob was asked that question. How old are you? <laughs> I'm 130, but I ain't never. <laughs> you know, about Noah. And actually, Noah was still around when uh, uh, Jacob was. Uh, you watch the chart, chart back there. You can see Noah was still. You could actually load the car and whatever it was and go see Noah. Wow. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, we'll stop right here.
Father, we thank you for your word today. We just thank you, Lord. We realize there was a flood. Praise the Lord. But you protected Noah. In that sense, we know you'll protect us. So, Lord, if there's any sickness among us, anything going on, we're not feeling good, you'll take care of that. Hallelujah. You kept all those people on the boat well. You'll keep us well. Same thing's true financially. We'd be running out of money. We're, we're landing, don't have any shops to go to. How are we going to make it? But you took care of them. So you'll take care of us financially too. With abundance, praise the Lord. And if it's not even something we mentioned this morning, but we got things going on in our lives, we need help. Lord, you'll bail us out. You'll get us out. You protected Noah from this major flood. You'll protect us from anything. That doesn't leave anything left but for us to put down the details of what you've done for us in our life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, that's the story of Noah. Hallelujah. Thank <laughs> you.